Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the March 15th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to prepare you for the Ides of March on this 10-game NBA DFS slate. With me to do so is Dr. Ray Steve Alexander. What's up, man? Nothing, man. Start one season down here, trying to find some time to put together my NCAA brackets, which I have not messed with yet. And uh, getting ready for a for a ten game winter wonderland NBA night tonight. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, by the way, we're doing a Rotor World Readers um, bracket pool. It's free, just kind of for bragging rights. Get you know, throw another bracket out there if you're doing like money ones and you want to do one like everyone likes to do that one bracket where you're like, I don't care about anything because the guy who wins the billion dollars or whatever the you know the the Best bracket in America has like all these wild picks every year. So if you want to do one more bracket, it's easy. It's on Yahoo. Um, I have a link on my Twitter. I'll pull another one out. Um, so yeah, let's get down to the slate. Uh, again, 10 games. We'll start with Dallas and Washington. Washington favored by 7, 204 over under. Sounds like New Orleans Noel is going to be back. West Matthews, not so much going to be questionable. Um, the Wizards are pretty healthy on their side. They're playing some pretty good ball. Uh, ran into. A little bit of a roadblock in Minnesota. Um, Carl Anthony Towns will do that to a lot of people, and we'll talk about their defense shortly. So let's just start with John Wall. I mean, if you're going to play a stud point guard, you're pretty much looking at him, Chris Paul, Isaiah Thomas. Um, and I'm, I'm good with playing. There's enough value to play one of them and then maybe play Harden and go cheaper in other spots. So how do you feel about Wall today? Uh, I always like Wall, man. Yeah. Uh, He's he's awesome. Yeah. Does Dallas' slow pace concern you at all? But then again, I mean, if they're going to put Yogi Ferrell, especially they'd probably put Wes Matthews on if they could help it. Um, but yeah, if Wes is hurt. I, say, is I don't think there's anybody to guard him. Yeah. I don't think pace, pace matters for Wall in that game. Yeah. I like him. Of the, of the three that we just named, the Chris Paul, Wall, and Thomas, I like him second. I, I mean, I look at Chris Paul's price at 8-9, and that's delicious. So uh, I do like Waldo. I'm down with playing them both too, especially um, with what sh- what's going on at shooting guard, which we'll get to. Uh, another guy who's been red hot, who uh, I feel has been the most efficient, best high volume scorer in the NBA in the past like 25 games. That's Bradley Beal. Night in, night out. He's he's basically the Carl Anthony Towns of shooting guards right now. Like every night, he's just scoring the ball well. Uh, he's in the eights now. Uh, it seems like you know just yesterday he was hanging in the sixes. And now he's 8-1. But yeah, slow pace. I I think he's okay matchup-wise. But there's just so much value at shooting guard that uh, I have a tough time figuring out how I can get Beal in there and spend where else I want to spend. Yeah, it is tough. Um, It's kind of a weird night. If You kind of got to choose where you want to play your studs um, and and then go from there. But anyway, shooting guard's a little... A little light tonight, but I mean, I always like Beal too. I mean, Beal and CJ seem like they score twenty five every time they step on the court. Yeah, uh, CJ is going to probably see a lot of Danny Green, uh, so not the best. Danny Green's played some pretty good defense, and uh, the Spurs—they've been in uh, the top ten toughest matchups since the break for shooting guards. So, not the greatest, but we'll get—we're getting ahead of ourselves. Anybody else? Uh, I'm not. Uh, it's tough to play your Porters. Although I don't really hate Porter, um, Bohan, Markeith, Gortat, they're all really tough to play. I know you tend to like going against Dallas centers, but there's some really good value at center, so it's kind of tough to make a case for Gortat at 5-5. Five, five. Even my love of going against Dallas centers, when especially with, when no one's Noel not playing, I cannot trust Martin Gortat right now. Yeah. I, 
same goes for Markeith, same goes for Porter, like, just like you said, like, I'm, I'm really off the Wizards. I, I love Wall and Beal, but that's it. I trust Porter, though. I mean, if, uh, he's, he's too good. I mean, he can play two positions, which is a saving grace. They can roll with the Wall, Beal, Porter, Bohan, and then Gortat or Keefe at the five. So, I mean, we've seen that one little lull he had early last week. That's pretty much gone. I almost throw that out. So, I think Porter's fine. That said, I don't really like him too much today. Uh, 6-1. If he was like 5-2, I'd like him. But the slow pace for Dallas. Because Porter gets a lot of transition buckets. A lot of transition threes, too. Okay. Uh, so, we'll move on to the next game. Actually, we didn't talk Dallas at all. I don't have anyone down for Dallas. <laughs> Do you? No. Yeah. I mean, Dirk's 6-3, though. I don't hate that. That's probably the only guy I'd consider. Like, it'd be probably a good tournament play. Like, if you're going to play Wall, I mean, and Harry B can never go wrong. Uh, well, I mean, you can, but uh, he's not too bad on price. He's, what was he, like 6000 6, even. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, both of those guys are priced, priced correctly. Um, you know, Seth Curry's there for 59 or 56. I always like him. Yep. Um, Yogi, I, I love Yogi. He's been quiet lately. I don't, I wouldn't play him. I don't think. But uh, yeah, Berea coming I'm back. Okay with Dirk and Harry B, but I'm not playing him. Yeah, Berea kind of puts a slight, slight dent in him because if Berea gets hot and Berea hasn't been hot, it's like if Berea gets hot, he's gonna get the 24 minutes. That'll come straight out of Yogi's kitty there. Um, yeah, so we're not. I don't really want to play Noel in his first game back. Uh, obviously, you really can't roll Finney Smith. Um, if Wes is out. But yeah, I think Seth Curry is probably uh, a good guy. And have those prices down just a tad. So moving on, we've got Charlotte at Indiana. Indiana is favored by two. Um, so yeah, this should be a pretty decent game. No Batum, no Plumley still. Johnny O'Brien's questionable. I'm pretty sure he's done playing. Uh, and then LaVoy Allen has that knee thing. So, Mr. Chalk. I, I think the chalky guy of the day is going to be Jeremy Lamb. Uh, we saw him kind of light it up, especially early on. He smashed in the first half, finished with 26 points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals. So he'll be chalk. Uh, I almost don't want to play him in tournaments, but I'm not obviously against it. So is where do you feel Lamb is? Is he like a strong, like a must play, a very strong play? Would you trap? Do you think he's a trap? What are your thoughts on Lamb? Uh, I think he's a pretty strong play. Yeah. I think I don't. I think there's a pretty good chance that he has another, maybe not as big as that last game was, but no way. Still a pretty solid night. Yeah, no way. There's no way he's gonna be that good. Um, I mean, look at his start. Let's look at his starts. His starts are. He did. He had that one crazy rebounding game, which inflates those rebounding numbers. But his starting numbers are great. Seventeen points, eight point five boards, three assists, one steal, one point three threes. Um, somewhat efficient in, on, along the way. So, yeah, I mean, look at that. That's crushing uh, in a four-game sample. So Yeah, he's definitely the chalky play. And just know if, if you play him, and I'm, uh, he is a good play. Um, just know in tournaments, most people are going to have him. So probably in tournaments, I'd probably fade him. Just hope he, hope, he, hope he flops. And maybe even play Bellinelli in this case. I mean, Bellinelli is dirt cheap. Plays at a different position, um, so yeah, I like. I think Bellinelli is a sneaky tournament play, right here. Okay, um, you know, I I haven't even looked at Bellinelli. Like, he's been pretty bad, but he's I mean, been bad, right? Yeah, but and he hasn't really had to shut the three well. But I think he's going to be okay. I mean, he's he had like he just is he's cold. I mean, his, his last four uh, last five games, he's made eighteen percent from three. That's not him. This guy's a 38% three-point shooter. So, and actually, what was probably one of the, I thought, the biggest anomalies for his career was scoring 18 points on Friday with no threes. Um, like, I never, I didn't see that coming. But uh, I could see him being sneaky, man. Like, I think, I think fading lamb in tournaments, again, this is risky. Like, don't put this for, like, a, a $1,000 lineup. But like I could see Bellinelli getting hot and Lamb having a bad game, especially with since he's going to be so chalky. Okay. 
Yeah, I know. No, but I'm not. To be clear, I'm saying Lamb's a good play. But I'm just saying, if you play game theory mode, then that's that's something something to think about. Uh, so what else? Uh, no Batum. That helps Kemba. We've seen his assists kind of spike a little bit lately. Um, not a pretty good matchup, I think. So he's pretty good. Uh, 84, not too bad. Uh, this game should be close. It's in Indiana. Uh, Indiana's playing a little bit better. They're coming off a of back-to-back, though. They didn't look good yesterday. Um, so how do you feel about Kemba? Well, it seems like the guys I, I play in my daily league with every every day on FanDuel ride Kemba really hard. Because I'm fired. do really well with him. And, of course, I threw him in my lineup the other night. And he had an off night for yeah. Kemba. Um, the one when he had no assist, like when he had like no assists and all that. Yeah, yeah, he had like twenty something Fanduel points. It just was it was not a very good night. Yeah, um, he, that gave me a twenty three points, one assist, one block, no rebounds. Like yeah, twenty three points that is cool, but come on. That was yeah. the only night I've really used Kemba in a long time. So that one left a bad taste in my mouth, obviously. But I I like him, and he he's. He's been really consistent all yeah. year, except for, like, that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I like him. But, yeah, he's had uh, 11 assists per game in the last two. That's coming off that back-to-back one-assist game in each. So, that's huge. Uh, and, yeah, he's he's chalky for sure. Um, so, with that, if you're going to play at least two Hornets, probably want to get some Pacers exposure here. Miles Turner looked freaking awesome. Had the jam right finger. Didn't phase a big double double three blocks. Um, they're getting him back. His usage fell off a cliff, um, and his price hasn't really altered too much. Uh, he was getting close to the fives, and now he's at six two. That's pretty good. Um, so I think if you're going to roll multiple hornets, I'm not opposed to that at all. Yeah, you know what, um, Miles Turner. Those are the mo- most points he'd scored since February 25th, and his highest rebounding total. Since January 16th. Nice. And it wasn't even like he went crazy last night. He just had a good game. Yeah, that's who, that's who he was Like in November and December. You were expecting like high teens points, low double-digit boards with a couple blocks. But he kind of went away from that for whatever reason. So it was nice to see him back last yeah. night. Yeah, so you, bought, you like like with what I was saying. And also, MKG's a good play. Like there's a, like a lot of great hornets to play in this game, so if you're gonna play two or three hornets, and this is a good game to stack with all that value, would you? And then also Marvin Williams is Mar, dude. Marvin Williams, he's like Marvin's ridiculous. Yeah, right now. you could call him the hottest player in fantasy, like especially season long. He's had back to backs. I'm sorry, double doubles and four straight. Uh, his assists are way up. Like what? Who is this guy right now? So yeah, it's, it's crazy. Man. Yeah, I can't, cannot believe. How good he looks. Yeah, so you, you can't go wrong with that. I mean, it's, I don't... And people... His ownership's always pretty low. Everyone just thinks like, oh, this is it. Marvin's done. This, this is the game where he falls off. But he's 6'5". That's solid. I, th- I like that better than Dirk. It's yeah, the, the Pacers were so bad last night. I'm going to have trouble going all in. You know, stacking a bunch of them with with a second end of a back-to-back. Cause yeah. Besides Turner and Paul George, it was it was pretty brutal. Yeah, it was bad. But I mean, this game's home. I think it'll be pretty close. Like they're gonna miss Batum. I think it. I think it'll be a close game. It should be. And the Pacers lost to the Knicks last night. Yeah, that's bad they, loss. You know, they're barely. They're only two games up from being. They're two games away from being in the number nine hole. Yeah, that's so they, bad they have, loss. They have to win this game. Yeah, they need this one for sure. And Charlotte's been better. They're coming off a two-game losing streak, but since they got Cody Zoe, they've looked a little bit better. But yeah, Miami's coming on. The Bulls, who knows what they're doing. Middleton coming back for the Bucks has been huge for them. The, the Pistons kind of figured it out lately. Okay, so we'll move on. We got Minnesota and Boston. The Kevin Garnett Bowl. Uh, minus six for Boston. 210 over under. Chris Dunn's got a wrist. Boston's pretty healthy right now. So, Minnesota's defense has been awesome. Uh, they've shut down a lot of point guards. They are by far the toughest matchup for point guards since the break. Uh, they are they slipped to second in defensive rating. The Spurs, thanks to going against the Golden State backups, they are now first in defensive rating since the break. But the, the Wolves are right there at number two. 
So if you throw that Golden State game out, Minnesota's still won. Anyway, what are you doing in this one? A um, lot of value. I'm Like I said, of those three studs, I don't like Isaiah just because Rubio's been amazing on defense lately. So I'm not, a, I'm not an IT guy right now. Anybody you like in this game? Well, had I known that I was going to be doing this podcast with you, <laughs> I would have pulled up some Rubio stats against studs because I saw a tweet last night, man, like against Curry and against, you know, his last few games have been against studs. And he, you know, you called Marvin Williams the hottest player in fantasy. Yeah. Over the last few games, Ricky Rubio's right there. Yeah, you're right. He's been killing it, and you know he's going to be fired up to go against Isaiah tonight. So I kind of like Rubio yeah, uh, to have another huge game tonight. And I don't know if you wanted to just talk about Boston side first. but Yeah, whatever. I don't really like – or guy like on Boston's Avery Bradley. We can skip through the rest if you want. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really like any Celtics. And the way things are going in Minnesota right now, like that's that's a team I like, I like playing a lot of guys from. Yep. Yeah, you mentioned Rubio's last five, 17.4, 12.4 assists, 1.8 steals, 5.6 boards. Like, whew, that's pretty good stuff. So, yeah, uh, you can't go wrong with Rubio right now. His price is coming up, though. He is, what is he's in the sevens. Yeah, he's getting close to eight, which is what he's playing like an $8,000 player right now for sure. Maybe a $9,000 player. All right. Then you throw in, then you throw in Cat. Yeah, you can, towns. can never go wrong with Cat. Like you can't go wrong with that. It's impossible to. Yeah, the last like the last time you started Cat, and you're like, oh, why did I start Cat? That was like in in like 2016, man. We're pretty close yeah. to it. Guy's so good. And um, then you, know, you like Bielitsa. Bielitsa, balling. Big double double on Monday. Tell you what, he's played really well. Yeah. In like his last, I don't know, seven or eight games, and the only one of those that he did not play well in was was the time I had him in my lineup <laughs> when I got creative and crafty, and before he was all that consistent, and he burned me. But man, I, I still like him. Yeah, Tibbs is back to his airtight mode, man. He's going back to basically uh, almost a six man rotation. He only used six guys for more than fifteen minutes uh, on in the last game. It's crazy. But, hey, they won the game, man. So, yeah, Bielitsa looks pretty solid. He's definitely trending up. What else? Wiggins? Not, not against Jake Crowder. That's it. I'm good to move on. Let's go. All right. Uh, we got New Orleans and Miami. Minus six and a half in the home heat. 206 over or under. Goran Dragic's swelling went down significantly yesterday. He is, quote, definitely playing today. Uh, Anthony Davis sprained his ankle about seven minutes left in uh, the second quarter. He checked. He played for about 90 seconds game time, checked out, got x-rays, negative, started the second half, looked fine. Careful, though. Uh, I definitely, if you're going to use Davis, make sure you get the go-ahead. We all know how ankle swelling works out. So um, what are you doing here? Well, one thing that was interesting about Davis that Jonas and I noted was they put him in the game with like six minutes left, and they were up twenty. Nineteen points, yeah, with five. And they kind of yeah. did that when he got hurt against Atlanta. They did the same thing. Yep. And I think he ended up playing that next game after Atlanta. Um, so I mean, I think Davis is going to play. I'm not. I'm not rolling him out there tonight. No, um, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely it's not. just anytime he gets dinged up. You just gotta be super careful. Yeah, when he there's these times when he starts getting that one stretch. What like January or December, late December, January, I think it was. He went to the locker room in like six of like eight games, and then he had a missed game in between there. Like it was crazy how, the probability of him getting to the locker room that time. And by the way, um, I looked up how many times locker room shows up in Anthony Davis's Roto World admin. Oh, Surprisingly low. Crazy. You want to guess? Um, for this season? No, for his whole career. It's in the whole system. For his whole career and the whole system, the word locker room shows up for Anthony Davis. I'm going to say 49 times. Close. 53. Oh! That's good. I thought it was higher. I was expecting like 90. <laughs> I started thinking he's been in the league like, what, five or six years? Yeah. And I was thinking 10... 
10, 10 well, it wasn't this bad before. It wasn't this. It would. It used to be like Anthony Davis would get hurt. He would miss a lot of time, so he couldn't go to the locker room while he wasn't playing. <laughs> but then this year, if like if you took this year alone, I think it's got to be like ten times. Like maybe no, maybe more. Probably like fifteen. And plus, don't forget, locker room could be for multiple times mentioned. So it's not. He didn't go to be. This doesn't mean. This doesn't mean he went to the locker room fifty-three times, but. We've written locker room 53 times. So it's probably like 25 times. Dude, it may have been 10 alone in February. Yeah. It's been the it's shortest been a lot. month of the year. <laughs> yeah. All right. So enough. Uh, I'm only Pelican I got my eyes on is Steez. Um, Jamal, uh, Jordan Crawford. Uh, I like what I saw to him. Shot the ball well. Didn't add any peripheral stats, so he like barely hit. Um. What do you do? You like him? Four thousand didn't get a big price hike. I think he's gonna play more. Yeah, I had him in my lineup last night, and he really didn't do anything for me because yeah, well, he hit, all he, he hit. did was thirteen, 13 points and have like one rebound or assist or yeah. something. But but um, you know, he scored in four in double figures on all four of his games. They're using him. Uh, I do kind of like him. Uh, I did notice Aton Moore got. 30 minutes last night, got more minutes than Crawford. Uh, Moore didn't do a whole lot, but he's a little bit cheaper than Crawford. And if I may end up punting with Etuan Moore tonight in hopes that he gets 30 minutes again. But, yeah, we'll get to- yeah, I, I like Crawford. Uh, and if I needed three pointers in a season long, I'd, I'd pick him up there too. Definitely. Um, so no Boogie, no Drew, no AD, right? Uh, if you can't afford Carl Anthony Towns, I think I'd be okay with Cousins. But it was interesting last night because Cousins was the um, catalyst for winning that game. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Boogie Cousins put the team on his back and did this and this and this. And his stat line compared to when he would, when he would have a big game in Sacramento is it's taken a huge, huge hit, I think. Yeah, I'm not. I guess it all along. I'm not really looking at Boogie until he's in the eights. And Drew Holiday's been awful. Yeah, Drew, he had a good run when they like when when Boogie got suspended. He had a great game, I think. And then, and then had, when Boogie got benched, he had a good game. Yeah, right. He's hurting <laughs> so bad. Yeah, so we're good on that side. Miami with Dragic back. I'm not really looking at anyone. Um, not either. New Orleans' is all, offense is still worse than the NBA since the break, so I think this would be a low-scoring game. If I'm betting over-under on that 2-6, I'm betting under. Um, so, yeah, I don't. like With 10 games, I don't really like this game. Not, with these teams pretty healthy, there's just no value for me. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I haven't looked at Hassan Whiteside in DFS forever. Yeah. Well, he has had a couple good ones. He's had a couple good matchups that he's been pretty good. But 87 is not terrible. It's but not. I'd rather just spend up on Cat for the extra 2,100. Okay, yeah. we'll move on. Uh, we got Detroit is hosting Utah. Utah minus three. 200 over under. Uh, Derek, one leg favors. He is banged <laughs> up. Uh, so it's funny, man. Social media is a trip. Like, could you, if he didn't tweet that, you think he wouldn't have been held out? Like, it's kind of funny that that tweet probably set him off, uh, set up the training staff. Like, dude, what are you? You're you're playing on one leg. Okay, we're sitting you down right now. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I I've been I've been so hard on him and all my yeah same Facebook lives and my blurbing and I mean I just destroy him and. Paint that picture of that old old guy riding the three wheeled bike to the beach in Florida. <laughs> I mean that's that's Derek Favors right now. Yeah, like we we say in the season pot all the time, man. Don't draft guys with knee injuries, man. Like this year is like the poster year for that. Parsons, Favors, just like these dudes don't. When you see knee injury in the preseason, cross them off. Uh, anyways, what are we doing here? Um, Sheldon Max also banged up Chandler Parsons. Hey, another guy. Uh, we saw Vince Carter went t- eight of eight, six threes for twenty four points. This crazy game, so fluky. What was that? Yeah, don't you chasing that at all? Like no. Yeah, eight of eight for six threes. That's crazy efficiency. What is that? That's a hundred and thirty seven point five effective field goal percentage. Um, so the most. 
three pointers in a game by a forty year old ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's thirty he's only thirty nine though. Against Utah. Thirty nine? I mean, that's not bad. If he's gonna start again. He's thirty nine hundred dollars, but he's forty years old. <laughs> You're like, no, he's only thirty nine. I'm yeah. like, oh my god. Is that the first? Is he the only player to have a a Fanduel price that's lower than his age? If you're talking like hundreds of dollars, it's gotta be right. It's gotta be. Because like Kobe was always over like fours, and like the, all the other older dudes weren't. You know. Dude, that would be that would be a great stat. <laughs> My favorite stat I, I came up with, uh, it's my personal stat, the status cycle. Robert Covington hit for the status cycle yesterday. He was out, doubtful, questionable, probable, <laughs> and available to play. Uh, Ray, Rajon Rondo hit for the status cycle last year uh, on leap day. So Dude, Covington almost hit for the cycle in that game, too. He, he only made one shot. He had two blocks. He had... It's funny, man. Oh, Robert Covington, man. Such a he had a great he had a great line despite shooting one for eight. That's that, Covington that for you. Uh, okay, so anyway. let's get yeah. What are we doing here? Obviously, two hundred over under. That's I think the low of the night. Yeah. So I have zero players from this game. I don't. Tobias is Flago, but I mean he's gonna have a bad matchup. Um, his price is slightly up at 5-6, but yeah, I don't like to play against guys against Utah. 10 games on the slate. I'm trying to think of like, I mean, you, you can't... Detroit, Detroit just got their clock clean last night too. Yeah, so this could be pretty, this could be... I up. mean, they got destroyed and now they got to go do it again. Yeah, well, they are home. I mean, does Gobert maybe then? 7-7? Seven, seven? No. He's got to go against Drummond. I mean, yeah. I don't know. There's, there's... Nobody I really like. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. The whole game. I don't have anyone written down from this game. So we'll just move maybe, on. Maybe, jing, maybe Jingles. Yeah? Because you think of garbage time? I don't know. He's 4000 bucks. He, he He's been solid in his last four. He went off his last game. But, I mean, it doesn't make sense with, with Rodney Hood healthy. Jingles shouldn't be playing as much yeah. as he is. But. Well, I that, I'm I think not gonna use him. I'm just saying, out of this, out of those guys, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, the second unit has been really good. Um, it kind of kept him in the game against OKC on Saturday. Okay, let's just move on. Then. Right. We're we're kind of behind, anyways, like let's we go. always are. All right, we got Memphis at Chicago. Um, we got a minus two and a half, two o two over under. Uh, what are we doing here? Rajon Rondo's gonna start. Uh, he's been better. As bad as we bash Rondo, uh, he's been pretty good. Uh, Jimmy Butler has been mostly disappointing. Wade has a good game here and there. This Bulls rotation is a disaster. We saw Miritich kind of explode in the last game after getting multiple DMP CDs. Uh, we saw Zipster get some hot run. Now he's out. Uh, I mean... Cameron Payne in and out, Jaron Grant in and out, man. It's like like in and out burger double doubles, but they don't have many guys that get double doubles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Rondo looked great in his last yeah. game against Kevin Walker. He started that game. I'm gonna kind of ride that hot hand tonight, I think, and just go with value at that point guard. I not a huge Rondo guy, obviously, but um, in DFS, I kind of like him when he's playing in. You know, it's hard to argue with what he did his last game. And then the Miritich thing, I'm going to ride that one too. It feels like they're going to turn him loose for the next, you know, four games and see how it goes. Uh, he's so good. But he's so, he can let you down so easily. So I, I wouldn't say in cash. Like, I can't, I can never sign up on Miritich in cash, even when he is going strong. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can't turn down a 24-point double-double at 4,200. Uh, and there's not too many guys. There's actually a guy I think I like a little bit more than him, which we haven't gotten to yet. Um, so, yeah, I think you pretty much it. So, no Jimmy, no. Memphis's defense has been a disaster. They're last since the break on uh, defensive They're horrible. Yeah. And uh, I, Jimmy Jimmy burns me every time, man. I, I talked about that. I'm, I'm done. I'm Jimmyed out. Jimmy Doubt? Yeah, you, yeah. you told me you were done with Jimmy. I'm going to put my faith in Rondo and Miritich instead. That's pretty sound advice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Alright, uh, let's move on. So we talked about Vince Carter already, and do, do, yeah, I guess I'm good, man. I mean, I'm not playing Memphis, guys. I don't really like Conley today. I'm good. He's the only one you could play, though, right? Yeah. I mean, no, he's alright. I mean, but I'd rather, I'd rather, I just see Chris Paul's price for an extra 900, and it's no brainer. Right, I'm just saying, like out of out of those me- the Memphis mess, I think Conley's yeah. the only one I really trust right now. Yeah, and even Fizdale says he hasn't figured out his rotation yet, so that's like you can only count on Gasol and Conley. And I mean, the, he Carter played well, so you would think he gets good minutes again. Okay, let's move on. Uh, the high over under of the day is L.A. and Houston minus seventeen and a half, two hundred thirty six over under. Shutdownville in Tinseltown. Uh, we have no Luol Dang, no Mozgov. Nice contracts over this offseason, guys. Um, Zubox, <laughs> come with me. Hail Mary. Uh, Zupak is hitting him up. Uh, had a career high game. First Laker ever with a teenager with a 25 point double double. Are you feeling Zubots mania? <laughs> Dude, forty nine hundred bucks. It's awful tempting. Thirty minutes. Do it. Yeah, I mean, you you play him instead of Carl Anthony Towns. You you probably get more than half of Towns' production for half the price. High usage, doing everything. Shot blocking, he gets you little pockets. We haven't seen the full on shot blocking and you know a full game, but. Uh, he's my top. He's my top center, man. Uh, I, I've got. I've had Zubats mania all season. So now that he's finally had a good game, and I can confidently say he's going to get minutes, he's going to start and everything, and he's in a pretty good matchup. Yeah, um, Zubats top top play. Not even Dude, how close. many how many days in a row did me or you or somebody else at Roto World like pimp Zubats? It, it just felt like he. It, and then they, you know, then they wake up the next day. It's like Zubat is <laughs> the league. It's like no. Yeah, yeah. No, Even after he went like, off, they put it. When is it gonna happen? And finally, finally, he came through. And I just, I pray that it wasn't fluky and that it stays for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's it's not. It's thing. I mean, when they're shutting down Lou all day and Mozgov, it's pretty obvious that it's Zubat's time. And and bringing D'Angelo off the bench. <laughs> Not good. Um, so let's talk about that. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, uh, pretty hot lately. Had that thirty-point game a couple games ago, and like, I, I'm sorry I keep saying this on the podcast, but I have like a new co-host all the time. But he's going to the line more again. I love that. Um, he wasn't too phenomenal against Denver. Nineteen, two, and three. That's eh, all right. Um, so what are you doing with him? Uh, again, pretty good matchup. He probably won't get too much Beverly. I don't think so what what are your thoughts on Clarkson I like Clarkson a lot tonight yeah, actually really high scoring game and I, I don't know um I don't think D'Angelo has been permanently benched I I, re- I really kind of believe that Luke Walton was just kind of looking at mm-hmm. um trying some different things yeah Maybe um, just so I'm not I'm not too down on D'Angelo but I I'm I trust Clarkson more right now. Yeah. I mean, D'Angelo at 6'5", is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, like, I think he's going to get minutes. Um, and since he is coming, if he does come off the bench, that means he's staggered against Pat Beverly. That means he'll see more Lou Williams guarding him, um, which we'll get to. So, yeah. I, I don't hate D'Angelo as a tournament play whatsoever. I could see him having a huge game, man. Because he yeah, was playing really well. After the last... Debacle. Yeah, he was playing really well coming into last weekend. Like he was, like Jordan and I talked about, he was like for season long, he was like top twenty five or so. Like this yeah. time last week, from the start of the start of post break to then. Yeah, um, he was. Okay, so we talked about Zubats, Clarkson, uh, Brandon Ingram's dirt cheap. His minutes are up. His usage is starting to climb a little bit. Forty three hundred's pretty good. And this game's so nice. So he's someone to to look at if you're going to go heavy in this game. Yeah, and also Julius Randle is due for another huge game. All right, moving to Houston side. We'll start with Lou Williams' revenge game. Um, been hit and miss. He's 5,400. You'd think he gets extra shots. Uh, so this, does he do anything for you at 54? Well, 
his shooting percentage is about the same age, uh, same number as uh, Devin Booker's age. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, I, I'm not messing with Lou Williams tonight, although he could go bananas. Yeah. Oh, I wrote something um, for like a guy who does some Sun stuff. He wanted me to um, um, do a little roundtable. Uh, Devin Booker is like by far the only under twenty player. Him and Miles Turner, the only two qualifiers in double digit figures for guys under twenty and under. So that was crazy. Uh, anyways, uh, okay. Uh, Harden, yes. And the blowout factor scares me a little bit. Yeah, it stinks. This one's in Houston. Which the games in LA, I'm still down with Harden, man. Like he's gonna if he's gonna do his if they're gonna blow him out, it's gonna, they're gonna blow him out because they get to 135 again. Yeah, I think it, once again it comes down to whether you want to you want to play, you know, Giannis for 1500 less than Harden. I mean, that's that's your decision. Yeah. What about Capella? Um, I like Capella, but at center I'm either going Zubac. Uh, or all in with Carl Anthony Towns, so I'm, I'm probably not even considering Capella, but he's he's pretty good. I, I don't have a problem with him. Yeah, I like Zubats way more. Um, For the money, yeah, I mean, 5,300 versus 49. I'd... Yeah, I think I think Capella's safer for obvious reasons, but Zubats, I mean, he's going to get fed uh, just if he can avoid fouling. They may go at him, we'll see, because his fouling has been kind of spotty at being bad. Uh, and also, Zubats needs to make some free throws. He's been really bad lately. He was doing better earlier in the season. Is right. Trevor Visa still still alive? <laughs> a revenge game for him. Who it uh, is? Yeah, fifty five thousand. But I mean, there's you can't set this game that hard. I mean, if you're gonna go like like we like D'Angelo, we like Clarkson, we like Harden, we like Zubats, we like Ingram. So much so much stacking you can do here, Lou. You could make you could make a whole whole lineup out of this game, like pretty you close could. to it. Randall, Nance, <laughs> Anderson, even like this this game's gonna be nice. Anyways, let's move on. We got Portland and San Antonio minus eleven for the home Spurs two hundred nine over under. Dejounte Murray has a groin injury; he's questionable. Tony Parker back, also questionable. Uh, Blazers, man, hit and miss, bad loss. Uh, they've had a couple bad losses in the last week. That one against Washington over the weekend really hurt. Um. I don't know how I feel about the matchup with Dame, who's been really been a lot better. Uh, Nurk uh, against Deadman, who's been playing really well on defense. I'm surprisingly out on this one. Obviously, the only guy you you got to like is Kawhi. Um, they don't have an answer for Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi is probably the, the top scorer. I would easily take him over Jimmy Butler. Um, for ninety four, uh, I like him. I think he's a better. I'm all in Yeah, I think he's a better value than Paul George at eighty one. So if you're gonna spend there, I think he's a good guy. If Nurk alert, Nurk alert has has hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Two of his last three games, he's just been brutal. And last night was the worst. Um, yeah, maybe Nurk alert is hurt and he's getting burnt out. <laughs> yeah, Nurk. Uh, Nurk. Nurk is a jerk. Uh, <laughs> last night was rough, dude. He was he was horrible. And and then CJ had his uh, the last time CJ didn't score double digits was when he had eight points back on like November 9th or something ridiculous. Yeah, and maybe Nurk will make a smirk if if you use him and it kind of works out. Anyways. Oh, you can move on. You you got a you got a pun. <laughs> You're like I know we're not talking about CJ. We're talking about Nurk puns. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, what about Nurk though? Six six. That's that's all right. right. Uh, Against the Spurs though. So he's he's a kind of an ideal tournament play. Trending down. We know he's capable. Like that's a that's a good tournament spot. And when did he have his seventy seven (laughs) point freak out? That was crazy. uh, Was on March 9th. So that's that's only six six days ago. So it's not even a week old that he had that. 28, 28. Nerf fever. The vaccine, the, we got the vaccine for Nerf fever, apparently. He's been, <laughs> he's been cool a little bit. Nerf's fine. He's, yeah. he's fine. But yeah, it's like, a, you're, you're with me with the tournament logic? Because like, he's going to be, like, everyone's going to have eyes for Cat and Zubots. Like, we're not breaking any new ground here. Like, it's obvious that people are going to like those D'Angelo guys. and Play D'Angelo and Nerf. Yeah. If you don't want to overstack that game. 
Uh, and you can even fade that game, man. Everyone's going to be on that game. Especially if you play on like, higher stakes, man. People are going to be all over that game. Um, I'm good. I don't really like CJ. Um, I mean, David Lee's okay. We all know the, the Portland power forward bump. So, I mean, David Lee's a good one, I guess, at 48. Um, I mean, I'd like him to be a little bit lower, but he should be all right. Yeah, and on a CJ note, I think CJ scored 39 his last game against the Wiz- against the uh, Spurs. Oh, nice. There you go. Um, could use him too then. All right, so but he just- also had like 16 in the one before that. So Yeah, may have just been hot that night. All right, moving on here. We got good game here. Sacramento and Phoenix, 221 over-under. Phoenix favored by 5.5. I think that's one of their biggest spreads of the year um, where they're favored. Uh, Tyson Chandler should be available. Not that he won't play. Alex Len is expected to play. Uh, he has fallen way behind Big Sauce, Alan Williams. Both those guys are, RFA, are they're both RFAs this summer, so uh, you'd think they're battling it out for who gets re-signed. Um, Tyreek has ankle soreness. He is going to be questionable. And then we don't know what's up with the Kings if they're going to arrest everyone. I get the sense that I feel like they rested all their vets at home uh, to kind of give the, the crowd a little bit what they wanted with their young guys. So it's tough to play Scal and all those other guys, um, Buddy Heald. So I'm not too high on the Kings. you got to like Darren Collison at least a little bit. Um, the Suns are terrible against point guards. I believe they're second worst. Oh, no, they're the worst uh, since the break um, in defensive players, uh, defensive versus position. So got to like Collison. Um, and then... Yeah, uh, for for the Kings, anybody Willie Collie sign, you gotta like him as well. Yeah, Kufos. If Kufos is back tonight, I mean he's a guaranteed double double. I'm not playing him in DFS tonight, but yeah, Willie Collie and, and I kind of like Collison a lot tonight. I mean yeah. he's he's a uh, fifty seven hundred dollars man. Yeah, that's great price for him. Such a good price. So yeah, I, I like I like rolling him. This is another good game to stack. Like you can you can stack this with Collie Star and Collison, and then a lot of Suns to play here. Uh, you could go cheap on Ulis. I think if you go Collison, I probably wouldn't go too cheap there. Um, I suppose there's a lot of other guys I'd play, but I like Booker a lot. Um, the Kings have been really bad against shooting guard lately. Uh, they're second worst since the break, by the way. Um, and, and the guy I like a lot is Marquise Chris. Uh, I think they're going to play him big. Uh, I don't. I'm not really concerned with any front court guys in the Kings giving him foul trouble. So uh, I think he's in a fantastic spot at 4,500. He's kind of one of my favorite sneaky plays tournament wise. Uh, probably won't have too high of ownership. I expect him to smash. And Alan Williams is obviously pretty good. T.J. Warren's okay. Um, 59. So. Yeah. I love TJ. I love Chris. I, I, I like playing Suns right now, man. Yeah. Except I, I had Tyler Ulis on his uh, eight point night against the Lakers, and of course he's been fine every night since that and before that. But I had him on his dud. Um, but yeah, I, the Suns are kind of fun right now, man. I I, I, I dig playing Suns. Fun team to watch. All right, we're behind. We'll move on to the last game. A lot of value here, in my opinion, or underpriced value. Uh, Bucks and Clippers, minus 7.5, 2.10 over under. Uh, I'm going to start with Chris Middleton. He was in, I think, the 8s over the weekend. Um, kind of flopped, and now he's back down uh, into the 6s. So I, I love Chris Middleton. Uh, <laughs> he's one of my favorite plays at 63. Uh, or what, I, think, what, I think he was at 7-2 over the weekend, something like that, uh, on a back-to-back. It, it was really high. And now he's back down. So give me Middleton. I think he's probably my top three favorite plays. Wow. Yeah, I love Middleton tonight. That's strong. It's Clippers. Clippers are not like team. The like, guys are going off against them now. They've been bad. They are, I think, third worst in defensive rating since the break. Let me double check that. Uh, fourth worst, excuse me. So, yeah, they've been bad, man. Like They had a couple good games mixed in, but overall they've been getting smashed on so I like him. Um, like you said, Giannis is all right. I prefer Harden. But mm, I like Giannis for some reason. Yeah, it's Giannis. Can't um, I don't. Brogdon has been playing better, but I don't trust him. Uh, yeah. Middleton, I'm 
I mean, I like Middleton, but I don't think I like him nearly as much as you do. I, I'm interested to see how that goes tonight. Yeah, um, I, I love Middleton. I think he's in for a big night. Um, yeah, so I mean, Bob Mute is pretty good defensively, but not really for how Middleton plays. Middleton's revenge. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but but I feel also I feel like Jamal Crawford has like for some reason like I see Jamal Crawford play and have a big play, and he just like it's just it feels like he has a revenge game every night. I don't I don't know why because he's been in the league so long. Um, anyways, move to the Clippers side. I love Chris Paul. Uh, he's probably another one of my favorite plays. Eight nine. If you get Chris Paul under nine thousand dollars, especially with how hot he's been, I uh, gotta like that. Yeah, the the. Bucks are pretty good against point guards, but I don't care. It's Chris Paul, um, so I like Paul, and that's kind of it for the Clippers for me. Yeah, I don't really like like uh, like that game too much. And you know, Chris Paul, like you said, the the Bucks are pretty decent against the Lakers, and uh, I guess Paul cooled off. Paul went through that run where he's like scored. 30 FanDuel points every night, but his last two, he's really bounced back. Yeah, we had a thumb injury to his shooting thumb, so I think that was part of it. Now he had a couple games, a couple days off, then he got real hot again. Um, so yeah, he's he's back, man, and he's carrying that team right now. All right, let's get to positions here. Um, I like CP3 up top, uh, if especially if you're gonna go two, if you're gonna go two cheap shooting guards, then I think you have to play Chris Paul and. Yeah, we like. Uh, we didn't talk about Pat Beverly. I like Pat Beverly. If you're not, if you want to go away from the other guys, we said we like Clarkson a lot. You like Rondo more than I do. We like. We both like Collison a lot. Um, Collison or Rondo? It's one hundred dollar difference. Um, if I have the extra hundred dollars, which right now I don't, I'm at zero. Wow. Uh, I would go Collison over Rondo. Okay, yeah, it's I like Collison a lot more than I like Rondo. But again, I'm a big, big Rondo hater. Um, blah, what else? Who else are we forgetting? Uh, Kemba. Kemba, yep. Kemba's good. Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio, yep. And I'm then, all about the Rubio. i got to find a way to get Rubio on my lineup tonight. Yeah, that should be a sneaky sneak. That should be a good game to watch. I think that'll be pretty close. And I think we both like Clarkson and D'Angelo. Yep, that's correct. Shooting guards. Uh, I like Harden. Uh, I, I like, like Giannis. Yeah. Harden, Harden and CP3 are probably my two favorite studs. We both throw. like Beal. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Lamb, I can't go wrong with him. Chalky as he is. Uh, Avery Bradley is solid. Devin Booker I like as well, especially if you go to Collison. Um, and then... Yeah. If you're feeling crazy, the Lou Will Revenge. Yeah, Lou Will Revenge is a good one. Uh, so we'll move on here. I Jordan love Crawford. Yep, Jordan Crawford also. A lot of cheap guys you can go with. Uh, I love Middleton. Uh, I'm I'm locking him in. And then uh, MKG, he looks pretty good. A couple other guys. Um, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi is always good. Kawhi Middleton. If if you don't want to go with Harden or or CP3, it's gonna be actually you could probably get all three in there. Yep. Yeah, but it's gonna be tough with Middleton. You go Chris and some other cheap guys, Zubots. You maybe you got Zubots at center. You can do it. Yeah. So good stuff there. T.J. Uh, Warren and we like too. It's and then also yeah, Bellinelli too at thirty five. So if you play Kawhi, uh, then you can't play Middleton and Kawhi together. But I like you, that. let's make the, let's be clear. Gallagher is the Bellinelli. Yeah, he's thirty five hundred dollars, man. Brandon Ingram. Yeah, forty three. I like Ingram too. But you may need that 800, man, especially if you're playing those heavy guys. Uh, power forward. I kind of got my eyes on Chris and Collie Stein. Matt, uh, stack up that game for power forwards. Uh, stud wise, I don't really. Marvin, uh, I can't go wrong with Marvin. I don't. I don't want to play Davis. I don't want to play. Although Griffin's eight eight, actually, it's not bad. Not if bad. you if you go. If you go Giannis and you go CP, because CP3, as good as he is, he, if he's going to blow up, because he's going to be assisting Griffin so much, and vice versa. Like Griffin assists him, too, so that's a good stack. Um, this is probably I, like the Marvin, I like Marvin a lot. I like uh, Bielitsa. Yep. Uh, but, you know, Marquise Chris is on $100 more than Bielitsa, so I'd, I'd rather play Chris, but if you're down to that last $100 to spend, I think Bielitsa's a, a fun uh 
fun guy to throw out there tonight. And then I'm all about Miritich tonight. He's going to be in my lineup just in case. Yeah, I, I can't do it. <laughs> like how you've been talking about how guys that you play them when they're hot and they're chalky and they burn you. That's how I am with Miritich. So maybe that's a good like if I don't want to play Miritich, maybe that means you should play him. Like he's a guy that just burns me all the time. I can't I can't get a beat on him. He's burned a lot of you're not alone, dude. He's yeah. burned a lot of people this year. And like the thing is, when I if I'm uncertain on stuff, I just avoid it, man. And like I am I have no idea what's going on with the Bulls rotation. Like every night it changes. It's no fun. Like a, give me a, give me a give me a rotation that I know what's gonna happen. Like I wanna know who's who's playing minutes here. Who's gonna get this X amount of usage? Like, nah. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's hot, and I mean, I can't can't go wrong chasing that one game for sure. Uh, so center sounds like we're if you're gonna be cheap up top, go Towns. If you're gonna be expensive up top, Zubots. Yeah, and you could play the big sauce if you wanted to. You could go yeah. Contrarian and uh, break out of Funk Nurkic. You could play Miles yeah. Turner. I mean, there's there's lots of decent. Options out there, but the two clear ones to me are Towns and, and Zubat. Yep, same here. Uh, and Capella, too. I don't, I don't hate. That's maybe it's one All yeah. right. We went, so went for the short podcast, but a lot of games, a lot of rests, a lot of injuries, a lot of new players that are kind of just coming up. I mean, Lamb, Crawford, all these guys that we haven't talked too much about this season. So, sorry for going a little long. Uh, hopefully, it helped you guys out. So, good luck tonight, and thanks for coming on, Steve. All right, man. I'll see y'all on Friday. With Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot, you can give your lawn or garden beds a pop of color and protection. Right now, get a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch, five bags for just $10. Help your soil retain moisture longer with color that lasts up to 12 months. Shop Memorial Day savings for a special buy on Scott's Earth Grow Mulch, five bags for just $10 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.